Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. Comedian, actor, raconteur, juggler of words and objects. He is fresh off the release of his debut comedy album, A Little Off the Top of My Head. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jim Coughlin. Why, hello. I'm so pleased to be here. <laughs> pleased well, as punch. Well, it's it's just the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas to have you here. Oh, so, thank you. Thanks. Thanks You're for coming. You're so welcome. In. Right on. That's, you know, we try to uh, we try to be welcoming here. Fantastic. That's what it's all about. Also joining us as always is comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason, Mr. Time and Ship. Uh, power to the people. Good to be here, Dave. Uh, out with our good friend, Jim. Yeah. You good know, to see you. Yeah, we, yeah. we were off last week. Uh, you were yeah. you were a little under the weather. Yeah. Uh, way. Not the coronavirus. No, thank God. Not the coronavirus. Although I was in Target the week before that, and I saw a bunch of uh, Asian cats with... A lot of Lysol, so I didn't know what was going on. And they were standing at the cashier line with me, and I wasn't. I was like, "Wait, are they wearing the uh, surgical masks?" No, 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 didn't have any masks. Hmm. But they had a lot of Lysol. Yeah, you know, so didn't know what they should have followed them to a you know whatever restaurant that you now know not to eat at. I don't know. As for me, I am Doctor David Robinson, your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. Not sure where it's coming from this week, but I guarantee you that if the president has his say, we won't be finding out about it from the intelligence sources. So, uh, mystery apocalypse this week. Congratulations to the mystery apocalypse makers. Uh, Taliban might be off the table in terms of uh, starting the apocalypse because... They uh, entered a peace agreement with Trump's government after years of saying they wouldn't negotiate with terrorists. So congratulations to the Taliban. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you if you think about it, Trump didn't do this. Oh, God, no. I mean, he can he can try to put his name on it. But whoever the guy is that's been working on this, I don't know if it's Pompeo or in it, but they're slime. I just. What ain't Mike Bolton? I, I just, or, or John Bolton, for I that matter. Yeah, right. I don't trust. I mean, you know, uh, hey, I hope it works out, you know, but I, 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 you can see his inability to negotiate runs through the whole administration. I think Iran and North Korea are prime examples of it's a show thing. It's not a real thing. Right. So, well, did, that's, did, but that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, with you, you look at the, the whole Ukraine situation. They didn't want an investigation into Biden, right, you know, because obviously you know it, yeah. that there's there's nothing to investigate. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna wind up like, you know, all these uh, Senate investigations into Hillary Clinton and Democratic misdeeds. Like, uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't find anything. Uh, now you look at you know how many people uh, from Trump's campaign and administration have been convicted or are already serving time. Well, that's that's a different story. His people don't care yeah. either. I yeah. mean, you know, if you talk to them, show, yeah. If you talk to them about, I've talked to many Trump supporters and and even the the independents who are so called. They're not. I'm not a Republican. They point only to what Democrats are doing, but they're not point. Nothing Trump does. No, no. I that, mean, they, they won't even. Know, I don't. I'm not saying I. I didn't vote for the guy. I don't like him. 
But I'm just saying, no, you're not making a point. You can't straddle a fence. Why do people? Why are the people trying to serve two masters? You can't do it. You're not going to get there. I mean, you're either going to make a decision. It's like with the you know with anything that's going on in politics with Democrats or whatever. You either make a decision that you're going to back whatever comes out of the Democratic Party, or you're not. You know, or you are you you can't say well. I, I, I'm, you know, I don't believe in that or, you know, I don't think, I think he's a bad guy, but you know, no, right. he's, he's making a mockery of our, our government. Well, I, I mean, you know, he's not doing it single-handedly. Uh, the, the government is helping him in spades, so to speak. And it's, it's, you know, we were talking, uh, before the show and talking about, you, you know, the lounge where you hang out and conservatives talking about fake news. There's an interesting story in the Washington post this week, uh, that a, a, Former, I guess he's a former Bush uh, administration guy, uh, then uh, went to Facebook to become an executive in Washington, D.C., Joel Kaplan. Uh, but when the company was talking about doing a, a Facebook-wide purge of fake news, uh, he said, we can't remove all of it because it'll disproportionately affect conservatives. They don't think it's fake news. And I mean, so, hey, there's like, if, if anyone's like, oh, Facebook is just, you know, it's like, yeah, they're they're more than just, you know, a a medium. They're, they are not a tabla rasa, so I, to yeah, speak. I, I put right. that to the point. Of, did you see the bear that was in Monrovia yesterday? I did not. <laughs> somebody, somebody posted a photo of a bear. And, yeah. yeah, maybe. Son of a bitch was huge, right? Yeah. And so there's people everywhere, Dave, with their phone. And there was a guy from here to your, to your probably your bathroom stall. It's about 15 feet. Right. And it's, and a, it's an actual his, bathroom, by the yeah, way, not just yeah, stall. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, We done got indoor plumbing these days. <laughs> Good one. Uh, but I was sitting there going, and and now mind you, there's always signs to say, please don't feed the bear. There's signs to say, please, you know, don't don't run. There's there's the old cliche, don't poke the bear. Right. Is this, this guy feeding him or just? He was so close. He couldn't have made it to his car. Now, I, I, I already know what the answer is going to be, so I ask rhetorically, have either of you seen the Faces of Death movies? <laughs> I have oh, not. actually, I, time and yeah. I'm surprised on that answer. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in the first one, and and here's one of the great things. I mean, you know, they're they're basically you know snuff porn. A uh, lot of reenactments, especially in the later installments in the film. But the great thing about watching Faces of Death is you watch the movies with a group of people. And as soon as there's any animal on screen, and I'm certainly not complaining about this before anyone's like, where's he going with this? But everyone, horrified, turns their heads, covers their eyes. You know, you cannot watch this. People, on the other hand, getting, you know, brutally murdered or falling out of airplanes, everyone is glued to the screen, right. which just, it says so much about the human condition. And, you well, know, it, it gives me some hope for people. But in the first movie... Well, I mean, I don't, I don't watch Faces Death because maybe I'm in that camp that doesn't want to see it. But go ahead. Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, it's like the old... Uh, 
beef commercials. I know some people who don't eat beef, but I'm not sure I trust them. And uh, ironically, <laughs> you don't eat beef either. So uh, <laughs> what the hell are you doing in my house, Mr. Coffin? No, uh, but there was, there was one segment in the first movie where it's, you know, it looks like a 1970s Super 8 home movie kind of thing. And it's at, you know, National Park rest stop kind of situation. There's a, a guy in a station wagon sitting in the driver's seat. And there's a bear, like huge motherfucking bear, like 10 feet away. And the guy's throwing marshmallows and the bear's digging the marshmallows because <laughs> yeah. marshmallows are good. Yeah. And uh, the guy runs out of marshmallows and to signify that there are no more. <laughs> He, you know, shakes the empty bag like the bear's going to understand. Like, oh, <laughs> sure. guy's no, out of marshmallows, oh, out time of marshmallows. to move on. Bears apparently do not understand the universal language of shaking bags. <laughs> Bear fucking hauls off and just... Yeah. And that's where the video ends. But nice, it's... Nice, Yeah, you know, there's... But that, people, my, people are just really stupid. Right. And so when I see this, I mean, this is... These are your Trump... Remember, remember Hillary got in trouble for calling Trump's people deplorables. Okay? Now, this guy... And they has, have went, gone out of their way ever since to prove her right. Right. But they... But she goes, look, you can't say that about... The, you're supporting a guy who fired a dude... You, who, who took care of the Navy SEAL and fucked over a dude who had a Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? And yet, no one is standing up for him, especially on the... Mitt Romney, Mr. Utah, is the only guy that comes out of nowhere, knowing that you know that's part of but no one. Susan, Susan Collins is very concerned, oh, and, and I believe at this point she's even disappointed. They asked Matt Getz. Have you? Have you? T- oh. oh Jesus! I, the, I was, the, I was, the serial drunk driver, alleged roommate murderer, Matt Gates. Yeah, Matt Gates. So I'm sitting. I'm watching uh, the the View, and I I just would would have been in the office and just wanted to say, dude, just answer the fucking question for God's sake. Stop with the well, you know, he hired a new. Do you believe that what the parent, what the president did was that? Well, you know, I mean, I'm saying because Obama did when Obama and he went down the road and he says he started adding in shit from oh, yeah. 50 years ago and and then he started talking about gays and and even McClain, but you know, they are a problem, you know, they're, yeah, McCain, they're everywhere. Yeah, McCain, uh, <laughs> she was sitting there, she said, she just busted out laughing. She said, oh, Come on, Matt. Just come on. Are you really? Really? Oh, no, I'm saying you have to do somebody needs to someone shit. You know, and you the you, you started talking about, you know, the the problem you can't say things. You can't say that people are stupid. This is this is one of my things, and I think we're gonna start asking this on the show every week. Now, finally, can we call Trump supporters stupid? Because, oh, you can't call them stupid. Right. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. They're they're idiots. Right. I, I am proud to call them idiots. And they apparently, as with the whole deplorable title, they right. seem to embrace the title of idiot as well. So, fuck it. Uh, I, not, I, I say, and there are people who will argue with me on right. this, but yeah, we can call them idiots. They are morons. They are stupid. Let's call them that. The offense is racism. Not calling someone a racist. Right. That you know, it's if you want to conflate it. Ah, it's just so frustrating. Oh, you can't. You know, and and these are the people who bitch about the politically correct and the language police 
And then, well, you can't call us stupid. Yeah. Well, here's here's a thought. We can't call you stupid if you stop being stupid. So, educate yourself. Learn a little something. You know, they're always talking about the... Um, the evangelicals and God this and God that. This man has made fun of every fucking thing. Uh, 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 was it the handicap? He's he's you know he's degraded women. You know they. I mean the evangelicals. There's they said they no matter what he does, he does it. And he, you know he's 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 a he's a president for God. If, yeah. If, 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 now, if, at, at the same time, just real quick, yeah. because I, I I I am not a conspiracy guy. Right. I'm not a religious guy. Right. But I know a lot about both venues. Passover is coming up. It is that time of year. Uh, and anyone who uh, hasn't listened to the show, uh, I, I am the the resident Jew. So, yeah. where are you <laughs> yeah. passing over to? Uh, well, probably over to Woodland Hills this year. It's you know, uh, but next year in Jerusalem, as we say every year. But uh, one of the one of the uh, parts of the the seder, the dinner and ritual uh, celebrating Passover, mm-hmm. is the recitation of the ten plagues, mm-hmm. um, and. Again, not a conspiracy guy, right. not a religious guy, but if you look at things that are happening in the world these days, and the fact that there is currently locusts? like swarms of locusts in East Africa, <laughs> what, saying, what, what Trump is doing with deregulating the coal industry is, you know, fucking up the rivers, essentially turning the water into blood. Uh Still trying to figure out where the frogs are coming in. Uh, global warming—that's bringing us hail, right. blight. Uh, you can you can either look at literal blight around the world, right. partially being caused by the locusts uh, in Africa. Also, if you want to go met- more metaphorical, uh, look at what's happening to America's farmers due to Trump's trade war with China and the tariffs. Right. It's the, the plagues, if you want to look at it that way, right. are upon us. And and it's the the stuff that is actually like written about mm-hmm. in the Old Testament is happening, <laughs> and these guys are just ignoring it and that? and trying to pull other like yeah well if you you know take all these like knots out Trump is is biblically uh, mandated I don't know whatever whatever their it, it, idiot yeah. arguments are. I mean, in a way, you know, it, we're not for the fact that he's governing, so he's in charge of the government. He also is serving a good purpose, which is to just point out the complete and total hypocrisy of all of his supporters. So you can look at the evangelicals and go, yeah, yeah, you didn't mean any of that shit. Anything you said about Bill Clinton, you didn't really give a fuck. Wait, Bill Clinton, uh, he's, the chi- he's, he's the chief. He said he's the chief justice. Yeah, he's the, uh, chief. He's the uh, chief law enforcement officer. Chief yeah. law. I mean, holy fucking shit! If if Barack Obama had said that, that would have been on Fox News for the next month. And instead, yeah, you know those those paintings of uh, of Biggie with with the crown. It's that would have been the good thing. Like if Obama had done that, because I would have loved to have seen someone do like you know the the sort of shepherd fairy style right. painting of Obama with a crown on. Yeah. Did you say I, you, I, you I, said Passover is coming, right? Yep. Now, do, when when do you burn those candles? Oh no, that's Hanukkah. That was oh yeah. I had a friend of mine. He he was staying at these Jewish people's house, 
and they had the candles and they left them burning. Yeah, well, that's what you do. <laughs> he came home and blew them out. Uh-huh. Go ahead. They, they, they cussed it. Well, hey, dude. He said, dude, did you see those candles burning? Yeah. Did you do that? You left them burning? Yeah. He said, hey, man, you can start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but. If there is a fire started by a menorah, it'll last for eight days miraculously. So wonderful, because he was Italian, and they were you know they're Jewish, and he was staying at their house, and he blew those candles out. Man, they were hot. And he was like, well, it was a fire hazard. I thought it was going to blow him out. No, jackass. Hell, even I know that. I'm, I'm well, and and yeah, most yeah. people like you when you're Jewish, you learn early on, like. The the menorah goes somewhere where it is not going to light other things on fire. You know, on the if, you, if you're going to leave the house, yeah, middle of the table, like with tin foil or something under it, you know, right. to to catch any dripping wax, right. preserve the table, uh, on top of the stove if you're leaving, you know. But it, yeah, we we know, you know, right. fire safety is built into Judaism through <laughs> that. It's it's a wonderful religion. It's yeah. a wonderful thing. Um, is there any issue with lighting the candles on Shabbat, or is that not considered work? Uh, no. Well, so you, you know, because the holiday starts at sundown, uh, Judaism is based on a lunar calendar. So on Friday night, you light the Hanukkah candles before you light the Shabbat candles. And then Whoa, after two, two different types. Of well, candles. there's oh, there's we got all kinds of candles. There's also Yartzeit, which is you know the once a year memorial candle for for you know loved wow. one who died. Don't blow that one out either. But uh, Fridays, the Sabbath, um, you welcome the Sabbath in. Uh, you know, candles. Well, you know, little prayer. Uh, but so then uh, at the end of the Sabbath, Havdalah also involves a candle. When do you uh, eat? Oh, all the time we're Jews. <laughs> Give us an occasion. We're eating. It's yeah. what we do. What kind of is it like a special meal, mate? Uh, well, for Passover, or uh, I mean, we're talking Hanukkah. about a bunch of different things. Hanukkah. Well, Hanukkah. So uh, it's known as the Festival of Lights, right. but uh, because you're celebrating the miracle of oil, uh, that's why we eat the uh, potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. No, because they're fried latkes. Oh. Oh. Uh, also, donuts, sufganyot. Uh, also, also fried. I, I love so, we're doing our Hanukkah episode in I late know. February. Well, and, and tell them that the black man asked for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's Black History Month, yeah. so we're giving the black man Jewish history. It's uh, you know, it works. Yeah, but um, Passover, you know, that's the one with no bread. So we make our matzahs from the blood of Christian children. Uh, <laughs> Hey, 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 that, that wasn't supposed to go no, out. No, 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 uh-huh. you don't want to burn it. It's, it's got to be like just David, a little go, crisp. Cut that part out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Passover is uh, commemorating the exodus from Egypt. And okay. since we didn't have time to let our bread bake all the way, that's why we eat matzah, uh, nothing leavened for a week. Uh, there, You know, depending on how religious, where you're from, because, you know, there's, there's the Ashkenazim. Uh, the Eastern European white Jews and the Sephardim, the North African Spanish, you know, the, the swarthy folk. And because of, you know, where they're from traditionally, you get different crops. So you get different recipes. Um, like one of the uh, traditional dishes during the Passover Seder is uh, haroset which is meant to symbolize the mortar uh, made by the Jews uh, to, you know, 
for the bricks and everything that we were building for the Egyptians when we were slaves. Now you look at the Ashkenazi Choroset, and that's pretty much apples, walnuts, wine, cinnamon, a little touch of sugar, just, you know, sweeten it up. You look at Sephardic Choroset, and it's like dates and walnuts, but it's, it's more like Middle Eastern north african kind of foods so it you know it's can't get full of that though get some gas well it's a side dish it's oh, you know okay. and it's it's kind of one of those things but it's uh it's tasty mm. you know especially since you're cooking with the kosher for passover wine which is usually sweeter mm. uh yeah good stuff mm. but uh yeah you know you you give us a holiday uh except for uh tishabov and yom kippur and we got a food for it oh. uh those are the fasting holidays, which is why no food. Oh, Yom Kippur is the fasting? Yeah, that's the uh, the Day of Atonement. Yeah, what do you give up? Uh, food. Well, food. <laughs> <laughs> you give up a day to go to temple and, and pray. <laughs> you, wow. you know, uh, yeah, it's, you know, we aren't, we don't do the whole 40-day Lent thing, you know. It's, okay. it's you know, one day. You, you can get, can well, you there, have sex on Yom Kippur? Uh, I guess you can, but you can't eat her. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh wow! I mean, technically, no, you shouldn't. Uh, it's you know, but, but, you know that some nice Jewish girls had to ask her rabbi. Excuse me, rabbi. If I were to perform oral, and a certain thing were to happen, uh, so yeah, Trump <laughs> grab him in the pussy. Uh, Just yeah. don't eat it. Yeah. On Yom Kippur, yeah. Uh, but so you know, we're ta- we're talking about all the incompetence in the government and the the problematic truths. Right. And you you look at what happened uh, with the with the uh, director of national intelligence this week. Well, yeah, because the the story. I mean, it started with an intelligence briefing, right. uh, letting Congress know that hey, uh, you know what the Russians did in 2016. They're doing it again in 2020, and they're not just doing the presidential election. They're also doing the the Democratic primaries. And apparently, the delivery of this news, because it is bad news for Trump, Mm -hmm. you know, if the Russians are helping you and you're not doing anything to stop them, you kind of don't want that getting out. Right. And so, uh, because this information came from... uh, National Intelligence, the Director of National Intelligence, was fired this week. Mr. McGuire. Uh, and replaced with a partisan hack, uh, Richard Grinnell. Is he is he and, a, and homosexual? So, uh, uh, yes, he is. That's yeah. what, that's oh, really? what, that's what guest was that's what guest was trying to throw in when they asked him about on the view. And he says how great the president was because he hired, he doesn't care about you know what color you are and and if you're homosexual and if you go back fifty years and and I'm sitting there going what the fuck does that have to do with what she just asked you and then he threw it and that's it's when, just yeah. the cover yeah uh, uh, so so this is where it it's getting to the point where there are no adults on the Republican side oh no because now you're putting someone with no intelligence. Uh, experience <laughs> oh i was gonna say you could or, stop right there yeah, or intelligence you know in charge of intelligence and that's not how the u.s government has ever done well, right well, well and Grinnell came, in, Grinnell came in he fired the the 
uh, deputy director of national intelligence, who's a 30 year veteran of the intelligence community and, and the CIA. And he was replaced, uh, with Kashyap Patel, who, uh, is a former key aide to Devin Nunez. There you go. Yeah. Well, they also, you know, cause they asked Jim Collins or whatever his name is, Collins, the Senator, and he turned him down. He wouldn't do it. You know, oh, no, I don't want the oh, job. Oh, Doug Collins. Doug yeah, Collins yeah. wouldn't do it. And I don't think Jim Jordan's going to do it either because they know, you know, they, they, it's a hot seat. You know, and the fact that we, we now have no one to cover that spot. This guy, I don't care if he's, I don't care if he is gay or whatever the hell he is. You have no experience in a, in a job like that. That's nothing to play with. This man is sitting back, and I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. When you talk to any Republican of what they just showed that he did, they brush it off like, well, you know, uh, Obama. They go try to, I said, dude, Obama's gone. Mm-hmm. He's not here anymore. You guys got pissed because he wore a tan suit. Shut the fuck up. You can't, you, you know, he could wear a tan suit. And you you hated his wife. You called his wife a monkey. Well, she wanted people to, you know, eat healthy. Children yeah. especially. Right. You know, what, what a bitch. And to the point that... Why couldn't she just say be best and ignore everything around her? Why does like she still Michelle? First lady? Yeah, well, and that's another thing. They hated her, the fact that Michelle was smart. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't like Michelle being smart. So I, that's what I'm saying. You, you don't keep bringing him up. And, you know, the fact that Trump is pissed because it's connected to the 2016 and he's saying that McGuire shouldn't have said anything. And why did you allow them to, to put this out? And he, he goes ballistic. I said, man, somebody needs to call. Somebody needs to actually check that dude. Because, I mean, I don't care if you are president. I mean, this, man, can you imagine? This is when you wish you had a Lyndon B. Johnson cause, or, or someone that would have said, no, bro, you can't do that shit. Yeah. You know, but, but back then, they didn't do stuff like with Donald Trump. I mean, they did stuff, but it was more covert. You know, it was more way deep, deep down. I mean, even to catch Nixon, you had to go digging for it. Well, and Maddow, Rachel Maddow had a segment. I don't know if it was last night or the night before, but she was talking about uh, yeah the issue of pardons because that was another big story this right. week. The uh, 11, well, one pardon, 10 clemencies. Uh, but uh, that when... Bush was in office, uh-huh. Junior. Uh, he was scheduled to pardon this one guy who. Scooter Libby? No, 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 no. Uh, blanking on the guy's name, but uh-huh. it, you know, it was a financial fraud, bank fraud crimes. Right. And they were going to pardon him and then found out that his father had donated a shitload of money to the Republican Party. So they canceled the pardon. Because they didn't want the appearance the of appearance, impropriety. Yes. Right. You know, you didn't even want that then. Now it it's like they're they are bragging about basically selling pardons. Right. You know, it's uh who's the uh, crazy Gideon, you know? Right. Um Blagovich or Well no no no, 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 no I'm talking else. about the uh the T V uh discount electronics guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy Gideon yeah, it's, yeah. you know, smashing TVs and shit. They're, they are just like wholesaling pardons, and Trump is basically turning into a crazy Gideon of, hey, you do crimes, you want pardon? I got pardon for you. We're smashing Constitution. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But yeah. And no one complains. But if you look on at the, like- but, but, Well, uh, we, we do, but it's, I mean, you know, right. it's fake yeah. news. On the when, right. In other, words, we, in other words, a normal presidency, the Republicans- <laughs> Would join with the Democrats in saying, "No, come on, this is wrong," you know. Um, I mean, that just shows you that 
as much as George Bush was, uh, you know, an naive idiot. and an idiot, <laughs> uh, there were still some standards, you know? He appointed people that had experience in that line of work. Yeah, and I mean, and, like and, Dick Cheney. Yeah. Evil, but experienced. You know, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't um, uh, all, it, yeah, anyway, it, was on, it wasn't all about loyalty. But, but when uh, you look at Boglofi... Uh, well, it was about loyalty, Boglofi, but loyalty Boglofi. to the Constitution, well, there's that, like, yeah. it, as distorted as they may have right. been in their loyalty. Mm. But yeah, Blagojevich... If you look at Blagojevich, now they ask Getz. So what, they ask him two questions. Bernie or Matt? Uh, Matt, yeah, yeah, Gates, yeah, Gates, Gates, yeah, same. Thing. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, but the, he's sitting there. They're, they were both known for their work with screwdrivers. <laughs> Yikes! Hey, no, the kid had a screwdriver. Yeah. Well, he had the gun. Yeah, yeah. but Gates. Uh, so they asked him, "Do you think they should have?" Um, you know, pardon Martha. Oh, yes, Roger's been, you know, way too many, you know, years and how they're treating him, the man, that's so much. So then they asked him about Blagojevich. Oh, I'm not going to comment on that. I really can't say. <laughs> okay, wait a minute, motherfucker. You got a guy here who was trying to sell Obama's seat. Got him on tape. You know, you got Michael Milken. You got a crooked Junk fucking King, cop, Bernie Carrick, who was with, and and Rudy threw him under the bus. Yep, you know, and yet you're sitting here, but that you'll 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 say pardon everybody else, but you won't talk about Blagojevich. Honestly, why? this it, it's, I mean, things have gotten so crazy. I feel like we are living in a really poorly written episode of Batman. Mm -hmm. it, it's like the crime lord has you know become the president. And you're getting all these lower level criminals <laughs> who are, you know, that no qualification, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I mean, mean the it's, these people are even less qualified, like Ben Carson, brain surgeon, mm -hmm. ostensibly, uh, who is made the head of housing and urban development right. because he's urban, right? To use the parlance, uh. that in and of itself makes him more qualified for that position than most of the other people that Trump is appointing to cabinet-level right. positions right. in an acting capacity. Well, yeah. the thing that they're doing, he does not want people who will question what he does. Now, getting rid of the intelligence guy, okay, that guy has way more experience. He said, you don't need it. He's telling them, oh, you don't need that. You don't have to know all that. You know, so there's a thing also what he's saying. If you see the undertow of, of, of the, the, the speaking, he's calling these guys elitists. He's saying that they think that, look at them, they think they're so smart. You know, Mr. Johnny this, Mr. They know more than I do, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but that's their job. These people are getting fired for doing their job. How do you do that? How do you get rid of people? That's like, you know, like I was telling you this weekend, the guy said that, no, I'm not going to represent you, but you're my manager. Yeah, I am your man, but I'm not going to help you. So I have a project that I need help on, and you know it's a great project? Yeah, but you're not going to help me? No, because you didn't, you, you didn't come to me and ask me the right way, or you didn't do, really? And this, this is what's going on here with Trump. I mean, you're getting rid of all the people... You got, I mean, 
all the people that got it during the trial, the impeachment trial, these are these are people. I didn't, did you know any about anything about any of these people? Mira, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one that came out, Myra, Mira, uh, Yovanovitch. Yovanovitch. I mean, had you heard of that chick before that time? Uh, no, no one had. These people had to come out from where they were, and had been doing this for thirty years. Taylor, the guy Taylor, you know. And these guys all fought Nam and did all these different things. Been under all kinds of, they, you know, they they don't they're not. Yeah, you've you've served in the military. Right. You've gotten advanced degrees yes. in specialized fields. You've served in positions working in those fields for right. you know twenty plus years. What makes you so qualified for the job? Wait, what? Right. I, I think you just answered your own question. But see, you're not supposed to know that. You're supposed to sit there like a jackass and allow. And, and this is what's going to really bite the Senate, where people believe that the Senate is going to lose on this one. Well, hopefully. I mean, because again, I, I in in a just world, in the world that we thought we were living in, right? Sure. In the world that we are currently existing. Uh, where competence is, you know, seen as as problematic when compared with, you know, blind loyalty to the president and his agenda. I don't know, and you Which know, makes looking, it cult like. I mean, right? Really oh no, absolutely. Like but and then you know, you look at this this story that broke this week about Facebook in 2016, and you know, we can't take all the fake news down because it'll upset the conservatives because they believe it. I don't know. I mean, people are so misinformed that, right. yeah, it, this should take the Senate down. This should, the, the Mitch McConnell should be literally tarred and feathered right. and, and hoist by his own petard. It would be a great time to get into the petard manufacturing industry, bring those jobs back to America. But the likelihood of this happening is I I I just I don't have faith. I no, don't have what, faith in the American people at large. But you know that's why uh, when I was watching this thing on Bloomberg, and I don't know what your guys' feelings are on billionaires, and I've watched enough programs to say that you know I'm not looking for a billionaire to save me because a billionaire, I mean, he, he it's like you can't go. Uh, as the guy Fernand was uh, saying, he was um, he's a reporter for New York. I think the New York Times, he wrote a book, um, Winner Take All. And in the book, he basically says, why do, you know, why do we go to billionaires to fix our problems when they're the ones who created them? But when you look at a guy like Michael, uh, like Michael Bloomberg, you know, I, I hope that we figure out which one it's going to be as far as Democratic. Bloomberg did state you know, because you can't have, you know, I know Bernie's people are rolling and and they're they're coming out of the woodwork. And, and I believe in free education myself. And I think that everybody should have medical. They can say it's, you can call it whatever the hell you like. But you don't have a problem telling a corporation that you don't have to pay taxes, mm-hmm. you know, or you're, you're hooking up all these damn CEOs of all these different companies, but the average American is still getting fucked, but yet you say the economy's doing very well, and now we have the loans 
for the farmers where if you hadn't started all those fucking tariffs, we wouldn't have the problem. They wouldn't have to get a fucking loan if you just left things alone. Right. So when I look at guys like Bloomberg, he is a businessman. People say, well, you know, look what he said about black people. And let me tell you something. You know, our my parents went through hell and to raise us and, you know, and what are you going to, you got to pick your fucking poison, bro. You know, because every, every last one of those motherfuckers on that stage, all four of them are standing up there. Pick your poison, have all had racial disparities against them. All of them. They've been accused of something toward the deal. But my thing is, if you don't want another fucking Trump, you better find somebody who can stick it to him. Now, I'm not saying Michael Bloomberg is quickly when he speaks. But as far as if you said he was a blue collar guy, yes, he is. Guy built his own shit. You know, he was mayor of one of the biggest cities. Yeah, he did say some shit about some black folks. But now all of his money and everything he's doing, he's going to show you. He's going to open up, peel back, let you see all the shit you want to do. Because it's got to, to me, Dave, I don't know how you feel about this. Or, or Jim, I don't know how you feel about it. But I, somebody's got to be strong enough financially as well. Because he knows Donald Trump. Yeah. To take him out. I don't know what your yeah, thoughts on that. Yeah, I think, I think Bloomberg's a piece of shit. Fuck, right. and, and fuck him. Um, he's got <laughs> don't the money, sugarcoat he, it. He's got the money to buy... Uh, the advertising to buy uh, what he's at. He's at 19% right, right. now. Right. I mean, he he chose to run in New York City as a, a Republican. Um, right. And he's then spent money on candidates, many of whom are Republican, to keep them in, in office because they voted the way he wanted to. Now, granted, it was on gun control and, and more power to him on that issue, but fuck him. And yeah. fuck a, a, a political system where you have to be a billionaire to become president of the United States. No. And if he, be, if he succeeds, then, you know, what's going to be Bill Gates next time? Maybe, maybe he'll come and save us. <laughs> <Right>. Fuck <laughs> him. Well, like, I mean, when, I, I just, I, mean, I can't well, stress or overemphasize fuck Michael Bloomberg. Now, I look forward to him spending the money he says he's going to spend to make Trump look bad. Well, and that's, no. that's part of the no, thing. No, it's what like, I was going to say to that, uh, Dave, is that, um, Bloomberg did state, whoever is the nominee, he will back them 100% to get this motherfucker out of it. Because there are even, even the Republicans, even all of the your judges and everything, they've had enough, dude. But, but here's the thing. Hopefully. And this is, this is one of my problems with, with the heavily moneyed who like to be influential. And this even extends to Tom Steyer, who I, who I kind of like. Right. But save the step, you know, get your ego out of the game. You want to spend your money to destroy Trump? Awesome. Right. Do it. You don't have to be a presidential candidate while you're doing it. Right. You know, right. and, yeah, and that was totally... like Tom Steyer before he got into the race when he was just like, you know, running the commercials uh, in favor of impeachment and, you know, right. getting grassroots organizations together. We talked about this on the show, I think last month, how, the, you know, the the idea of, you know, everybody has a past. Right. 
And so, yes, you know, Steyer is a billionaire. Yes, he was a hedge fund manager. On paper, yeah, th- these are the evil people that, that we liberals are supposed to hate. But you look at what he's done with his money. And, you know, it, it kind of like the old, uh, you know, uh, Monty Python, uh, she turned me into a newt. Uh, you're not a newt. Now I got better. <laughs> and some of these people get better. Right. You know, and and the thing is, it's like I get it. Bloomberg, you have a lot of money. You don't need to be president to to use it wisely for the benefit of the country. Right. You don't need to run. And if you watch the debate this week, holy crap! Elizabeth Warren was on fire. Right. She was amazing. Well, the two. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I was going to say, but the on on this topic, the line of the night. I think came from Buttigieg when he basically said, you know, it's, it's ridiculous that things have gotten so bad as a party. We are like considering nominating someone who, you know, was a Republican mayor of New York or someone who's a socialist. Why, why aren't we like working to nominate someone who's actually a Democrat? Right. We are the Democratic Party, after right. all. Right. I, I, I really believe that they, you know, whoever, they, they got to, the Democrats have to know, you got to come together. I don't care who you pick. It could be a donkey that just walked in. I don't give a shit. But you better come together. I, don't, they, I know they're, you know they were at each other's throat. You know, uh, uh, Biden's thinking too hard to put words together. I like Joe. I mean, Kobashar, she, she sounds an I, I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, 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 and I'm sitting there going, you know, come on. You know, you're going to get caught just like Bloomberg's going to get, you know, Bloomberg got caught. Okay. Bloomberg's getting his, and he knows this might be great for Bloomberg, far as he may never win, but guess what? Dude, I am one thing about going up, and you remember? I don't know. You remember that Daffy Duck commercial where the motherfucker was throwing pies at him to make him laugh, so the guy would laugh and shit because the guy was depressed. Oh, and, right, right, yeah, right, right. Was, uh, and he hit the camera and he wipe it off, and he said, and the camera would go, "It's a living," you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, so I think Bloomberg gets exposed because Warren let him have it. Warm hit him all, kicked him all, and, and you know, and then all in the nuts, and just just stepped on his nuts, and she would not let go. Oh, you think you guys? Oh, she was amazing. And for right. people, you know, who have been saying, "Well, I, you know, we need someone who can take Donald Trump on in the debates." Holy shit! If you didn't think she could do it before this week, I, I, that, boy, how yeah, yeah. I, I really, I would love to to see her there. I would even take Bernie. Okay. I'm always I'm always afraid because when it comes to women be finally becoming a president, and I take her over Kobashar, um, that uh, you know guys still a lot of them still think especially these old white cats still think like they're in the fucking fifties. Yeah, but and they don't you know like what? I mean they don't like her and you know what she's gonna do because she talks about busting up shit. She's a she's a former professor. The woman is sharp as a tack. And she's going for nuts. She's going for your nuts. And she's not taking it. What she did to Bloomberg. She's, and that's, that's, what, that's the thing. She's, I don't have a problem she's with only, I'm She's good. only going for the nuts of the people who need 
to be gotten. And and this is, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you, yeah. but this is the problem with this thinking. Like, guys want to, oh, well, she's like mean to guys. Yeah, well, don't be a fucking, you know, jackass and you don't have anything to worry about. No. Well, my thing is this. If she, you know, she lays it out. Look, I, I don't have a problem because she is, she told you, she's a capitalist. She told I am a capitalist, but I do not believe in you fucking over people now and she didn't say it but you you wanted to know stop screwing over the people as long as we, we need to have a middle class you set this shit up you can't just sit there and have you know everybody's going out they need to be able to go to college why is school why is education so so expensive because they know the value of an education the value of an education other countries they say well look at denmark because denmark also understands the value and that's why people can come from denmark and come to america and beat the average american and their dogs are bigger yeah you know but they also don't believe in competition in denmark that's not their thing they don't have to they have those giant dogs yeah well i mean i'm just saying (laughs) you know they don't i mean the number one restaurant in the world was Ikea? The, 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 yeah, the restaurant. Not <laughs> Have the meatball. Have you had meatball. their meatballs? <laughs> I do use good, good meatballs. But I'm just saying, I, I really... Um, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I know. Lost. What I is know, the number Ikea one restaurant? Oh, well, one, one of the number one restaurants in the world at one time was in Denmark. The guy... Okay. The, and he, cause he okay. uses all of the... Everything around... He uses everything in the area of, from the farms and stuff. It's all local, and local, local and stuff. And uh, yeah, art, and, uh, and, he's, and he, Danish. Yeah, and but it's very artsy, you know. Correct. Yeah, but I, I just think that the, uh, <laughs> you know, what, uh, what what Warren brings, she's highly intelligent, and you know what Wall Street Wall Street does not want her. Wall Street also does not want Bernie. Right. Well, they but don't here's, want here's the thing that they, the American people need to begin understanding. Stop. You you have you may own some stocks, but for the most part, and many of the people who are negatively affected by the economic policies of the Republican Party, you do not have a stake in Wall Street. So here's a thought. Stop letting the people who do call the shots that affect your life. You know, they, Trump and, and his cronies like to talk about how great the economy is doing. Look at the market. That doesn't mean jack shit for the majority of Americans. Right. So let, you know, we all pay taxes. The corporations don't. Let your tax money buy something for you. And that is a government that works for you. It's amazing how poor people are always talking about, especially, I always say it with, Poor white folks, they would tell me, oh, well, hey, man, you know, I don't want no goddamn socialism. I don't want no sudden telling me how to live. Why, why have you given this idiot a southern accent? Be- what, what, because that's what they sound like. I don't care if he's from Ohio. I don't care if he's from the Midwest. He could be from Colorado. They sound, no, man, we ain't going to do that. We don't have that. You know, West Virginia. And I say, really? Mountain mama? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy... Flat out, and that's why. If you go to Nancy Pelosi's tearing up the the speech, she said, "I started to tear. I wasn't going to keep it because he started lying." Mm-hmm. She said that he was lying. He he told you that he was not going to cut your he that he's not going to touch your Medicare, and he's not worrying about uh, preconditions. He lied. He is going straight to up. straight to your face. And she said, "That's when I started tearing it up because I was like, this is a lie. I'm not going to keep this around." You guys are not listening. 
and I don't know what they see in the orange man. But and I think some of them you know just what? I think I, some of them just think just happy the fact that it was another white dude sitting in office. Oh, absolutely. But I think one of the biggest problems, and and you know, I'm not attacking everyone of faith or you know mm-hmm. spiritualism, but this whole idea of manifesting things. You know, and and thought, and mm. oh my God, yeah, I've got a vision board, and and I I know I read the secret, and so I'm gonna believe in things and manifest them. Right. It's a load of horseshit. Okay, you work hard, out, you Dave. put Watch yourself out. in the right situations, <laughs> and you can make things happen. But this idea of manifesting, and my problem with it is that it leads to this bullshit aspirational thinking, and goals are good it is good to have goals it is good to aspire to things i'm not attacking these notions but the whole idea of aspirational thinking i i've talked about the the idiot republican who i dated years ago mm-hmm. who was starting a small business and she voted for bush because he is good for business it's like all right he is opposed to everything that you say you stand for <laughs> And your business that you are starting is so small and insignificant uh, in the grand scheme of things through the eyes of Bush Republicans and corporate Republicans that what he is doing for, for business is not going to help you in the slightest. But thanks to the magic of aspirational thinking, well, but my business is going to be big enough one day that they will affect. And it's like, no, no, it won't, and especially if you keep supporting someone whose policies are designed to hold your business down so that the large corporations that give him money and give his party money can prosper. I mean, that's the point. You made a good point. You talked the word policy. Most people who look at candidates do not look at their policies. A lot of black people voted for Obama. Why? Because he was black. It's like, dude, about time. Shit, we've been dealing with this get it i get it you know um but then again you have white folks who you know who just want another white dude in office they thought obama i've heard people say that obama divided the country i said i don't know how he did that just the fact that he was black if you want to do that but But i said but the country was also half white he he was truly unifying ah but was the twist cone of politics ah but if you go by what the the old white man states one drop, <laughs> one drop, Jeff. I was one drop, Jim. One drop. Of we you. we yeah. were talking. Yeah. I was talking to some uh, folks uh, working on a gig this week, and we were talking about that. And this woman, black woman, was saying, "Well, you know, I mean, he's half white." And I'm like, "Yeah, but he's still too black for a lot of white folk, right?" And so, uh, just kind of moving moving forward, and uh, because today is the Nevada Ruckus uh, Caucus. We'll see how it turns out. And looking at the standings right now, because you know we're we're talking about Bloomberg, he may be out before he's even in, right. based on on the the performance in the debate this week. Right. But he's not you know listed. He's not on the ballot in anything until Super Tuesday. That's right. where he's putting all his his money and his effort, uh, just like Rudy Giuliani did with his presidential yeah. uh, aspirations, and that didn't really work out so well. But looking at the current standings, based off of Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, Buttigieg right. is leading in terms of a delegate count yeah. because ultimately that yeah. you know that's what matters, until yeah. the. Uh, 
Democratic Party decides to come up with a whole new set of rules for superdelegates, which we won't know until the convention, but until they like really fuck things up, uh, which, yeah, Democrats going to do it. It's just how. That's the fun we're waiting for. Right. But uh, so far, Buttigieg is leading with 22 delegates. Uh, Sanders right in there with 21. Uh, coming in at a distant third, Elizabeth Warren with eight. Uh, Amy Klobuchar has seven. Joe Biden has six. And Tom Steyer bringing the goose egg. Uh, at Bloomberg, like we said, not even in it. Uh, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know why people are still talking about her. I guess it helps her right. get booked on Fox News to talk about how great Donald Trump is. Right, right. But I, I think that um, everybody sees that Bernie's making progress. And what's helping Bernie, one, is the fact that he the is... The Russians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in his case, it's, it's that, that small dollar not a large dollar he's not he's not doing i mean it is small dollars 27 of them at a time yeah you know it's it's you know and he's he's getting the uh the work he has been doing the work and and ripping and running but he also is stating to the people you know about college about medical about infrastructure these are the things that people and they want they do want jobs but you got to be able because you you know we don't even know what a middle class, I don't even think middle class exists anymore. That's like the American dream. That's not even around. What is the American dream? You know, you can't, it's, it's obvious. Make, make a bunch of money, hide it in offshore accounts, and then move to another country where you can afford to live off your social security. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, or it might be a <laughs> nice tent on the, one, on the side of the 101 freeway. I mean, that's because, I mean, that's all you see is, the, is, is tents. You know, and then people say, well, I don't want them over here with me. I don't want them over here. Don't bring them over here. Don't bring them over here. You, know, you can't, you know. And there's still, so that, that divide is still going. And if you think that what Trump is doing is going to bring you even better, you're, you're obviously wrong. I mean, because the people, like they said, but well, it's but it's that aspirational thinking. It's it's that he's not doing shit for these people except like hating on the same people they hate on. Right. But, but they are they blame. are deluded. But the, uh, human nature, man, and especially in America, it's it's all about blame. It, you blame know, and it fear, comes, man. It blame all comes it all comes back to that Lyndon Johnson quote that we you know recite way too much on this show, but mm-hmm. it is still so true. You mm-hmm. know, you give them someone to hate, and they will you know they'll empty their wallets for you. Right. And whether it's it's the black man, the liberal. Yeah, whoever the boogeyman right. is, they are buying it. It's that aspirational thinking that, you know, someone uh, a while back described Trump as what poor people envision rich people are like. Right. And this is what they aspire to be. And, well, you know, you know we got to get better uh, as yeah. as a, a species, right. as, well, as a nation. You were saying about uh, people and how they do things. Um, you can never I, I was, change the way they feel. I was standing in line um, yesterday for uh, the uh, Marcus Miller jazz concert last mm. night, 10.30. How was that? Yeah, oh, awesome. Nice. Played two hours. Wow. Yeah. I mean, killed it. I mean, these guys were off the chain. So we're waiting. Everybody's been there waiting. You know. So there's a uh, couple of white girls walk up, right? And there's two brothers, another brother, the black dude standing there, right? 
And, and so we're probably, how, how could you tell they were brothers? <laughs> I'm saying in this cultural sense. Oh, okay. They weren't yeah. wearing like no. Henderson family reunion. No, no, no. <laughs> Shirts. That, that's, that that's what white guys do. Brothers don't do that. Brothers. People oh. I can say what's Wait, wait, wait. Are you trying to say black people don't get family reunion t-shirts made? Because I know that's a damn I, lie. Yeah. No, no, I, I get a side with Jim on that lie. one. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How did this get about... <laughs> How did you hijack my damn story, Jim? Oh, I'm sorry. You're talk- I wasn't talking about uh, family reunions. You okay, know, so I'm these talking- brothers and the, were- and the sisters. Yes, yes. get oh, it. No, white girls, you. non-sisters. Okay. They- God, yeah. Wow, man. All right, she's, keep okay. going, keep going. teach a class in this. Um, so the girl comes up and she says, um, it hasn't started yet. Huh? No, no, it starts at 10th. Yeah, this is where you go in? Uh-huh, that's where we go in. Yeah, I said, he said, yeah, you go through here, but the door is locked. Yeah, so she tries to walk past us, really. And she walks up and she checks the door. That door is locked. And I'm sitting there going, I, I'm sitting there going, and she's like, yeah, you, you can't go through there yet. No! <laughs> Fuck, you're not even a blonde. You know, I mean, that's, I heard something. I could have sworn the guy told you that that door is locked. And no, bitch. You are not cut in front of us, right? So then another white cat walks up, right? Wow, hey, is this the line? Yeah. Is this the will call line? Yeah, will call line, anything to go in, it's right here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got a celebrity. Uh, I'm, I'm just here because I'm a celebrity. I'm driving for one of the celebrities, and he's in the car and everything. And We got our tickets already, you know, and just... You know, he's uh, he doesn't want to be seen by anybody or, you know, I mean, well, anyone asking him anything, right? And I was like, well, motherfucker, this ain't, uh, you know. This ain't the VIP entrance. Right, no, I mean, but I'm saying, is he, he, he better be, I, I don't who could you even think of, right? We're sitting in Hollywood. Oh, Quincy yeah. Jones is like the first one that came to mind that would yeah. like, you know, go to a jazz performance, yeah. send his driver in. It was Dennis Hasbury. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Right? He's a big enough brother and yeah. shit. But 24, like, yeah, all-state uh, commercials. Yeah, we got all this. That's it. Haysburg, right? Haysburg. Haysburg. And I'm sitting there Dennis? He said, yeah, 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 he's the big dude. Dude, okay. Yeah, but no, he ain't cutting us. Yeah. He said, because I, mean, I stood out there for an hour. Right. You know, I mean, they didn't, he didn't stop till, I mean, the first show didn't end till 1130. We were supposed to get in at 10. We didn't get in until 11.30. He, wow. The show wasn't over till five minutes to two. Nice. So, I, mean, I mean, so, I mean, we got our money's worth, you know, <laughs> definitely. Oh, my shit, I only spent 10 bucks. Normally, you spend what, more what, what was Now, what was the, uh, what brought up the story? Well, just the, looking at how people tried to come in and, man, you know, try to manipulate a sure. situation sure. that you already see other people who are done what they're supposed to do, Right, they got there early. They know it's general admission. Got her early, you know. Whether you get a cup of coffee or whatever, we know what's going on. And no, you're not cutting in front of me. But it just, they just keep coming, checking doors. You said the door was locked. You know what? That door's locked. Yes, yeah, shithead, it's locked. I think you I just know, like I, to I, point I think, out the obvious to people. You know, traditionally, uh, people join a line. They get at the end. Yeah, they no, don't no, just walk no, up to the front but, when they're joining an existing line. You're giving them information, but it doesn't compute because it's like, why is the door locked at ten thirty? 
Well, because the reason why they don't want people just trying to walk in, the concert's still going on. Right. So the concert hadn't stopped. Right. And as soon as the concert was over, you still had to wait for all the people to come out before well, we can let sure, you it's in. It's basically, have, it's, it's have, like an elevator. You know, and no one wants to let people out before they try and cram themselves sure, in or sure. a subway car. Has this venue heard of a doorman? Well, yeah, he was that, probably that inside digging the show wait, wait, or a bouncer. Wait, well, they were there at the at the you know. Well, you didn't need a doorman because that's why the door was locked. Music's going on. Everybody knows this. Now, the guy who was sitting up front, who finally got in, he didn't have a ticket, but he said that hey, you know, you can pay your meal and I'll also pay for the ticket. And you add it in. So the guy, the you know, the manager told him, "Best I can do is give you a seat right here." Dude, why can't I sit up there? He said, "Because those seats are reserved. Those are the people who called in during will call, and that's why that line is out there." Well, that's fucked up. That's bullshit. He said, "Dude, either take the spot that I give you," and he <laughs> wasn't getting ready to start out. a fight. He's like, he said, "Dude," he, he said, "You know what? I'll tell you what? Fuck you. Get out." Right, and the guy's like, "Oh man, oh man, we we come in like that, man." It ain't racial, motherfucker. But he's, he's basically. I know a lot. Of, back when I worked security, I remember I was throwing a dude out of the club one night, you know, and he he was being an asshole. Fun little uh, secrets of bouncers. But when you're in a club situation, you want to move the problem towards the door, right? So the easiest way to do that, let's go talk in the lobby too loud in here right. music let's go and so i'm walking this guy out towards the lobby and he's muttering man you're just doing this because i'm black i'm like no 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 no. i'm doing this because you were acting like an asshole doesn't matter anyone white black yellow red doesn't matter if they were trying to pull the shit you were pulling in here i'd be throwing their ass out too well the two guys from illinois which was me and this other guy he was from chicago right and uh, matter of fact, the guy was the EMT, and he's you know, and that dude was bitching to him how yeah, man, that particular hospital you work for, man, yeah, they, they dogged me and wouldn't even give me this and that and everything. So I'm sitting there going, well, hey, now I know why they wanted to throw you out of the fucking hospital. Shit, you bitching the dude told you all this is the only seat I got for you. Take the seat, watch the show, or get the fuck out. You know, did, he, did he ultimately get the fuck out? No, he sat his ass down and shut up. <laughs> as he should. Yeah. And, and, it's and, and it's nice was, to it's nice that they offer him options though. <laughs> and now the other guy who was the EMT guy who's been standing there with us all the time, he said, Hey man, look, I'm not trying to sit up front. Can I have that center table straight back? No problem, take it. Boom. But that guy had also a ticket. <gasps> he has a ticket. What? Yeah. Wait, he actually bought a ticket for the show and right. and was able he followed the rules and was able to get something he wanted because he followed instructions. Right. I mean, I have what, to see what that. kind of so, what does this country come to? Right. So, who where is Michael Bloomberg in the equation? Is he the guy that finally sat down at the table but didn't I mean at the, at the, at the seat or is Michael Bloomberg the guy who got the table? My, my, Mike Bloomberg is the guy who owns the club and is just going to fuck with anyone who wants to come in if right. he so desires. I, I don't I look. I don't have a problem with him being a billionaire. The guy maybe, he, maybe he's Dennis. I mean, I mean Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with him being a billion. Michael Bloomberg being a billionaire. My thing is, I don't have a problem with anybody getting rich, making money. I do care about if you're fucking over people. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that. Me, you, and anybody else has to pay taxes, but you don't charge Jeff Bezos any taxes. 
You don't charge. You're not charging corporations taxes. You're and and you're you're setting up when you when you do a bankruptcy. It's a different bankruptcy for somebody who was a corporate guy or right. just everything. You 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 know we when we, we see our two pre- different sets of rules. Yeah, when we see our, our president pardoning guys who should be fucking in jail, and you pardoning these guys when you got people who are in jail for crimes they didn't even commit, and you are sitting there walking them just just walking them down the aisle. You know, and and you got to do this just sitting there. That whichever way he farts is the way he decides to make a decision. You know, Blagojevich, his own people. Trump told I that. Mean, you know, the one good thing about Blagojevich getting pardoned is that Trump may have just lost Illinois if he had a chance of of winning it in in twenty twenty. His 2020. own people told him don't do it. They told him the first time he tried to do it. He said, dude, don't fuck with him. Leave that dude alone. They caught that motherfucker dead to right. Yeah, well, Trump knows better, right? And mind, mm. you, and, right, and mind you, Republicans told him, you let out a Democrat, and now this guy's going to, you think you're going to get that Illinois vote? If people are still dumb enough, the fact that you see, and wait a minute, <laughs> well, Milken, Milken, the junk bond king? Come on, he was right up there with Ivan Bosky. Him oh, and yeah. Bosky was fucking robbing the play. These are the same guys. This is what America's been been talking about when it comes to the billionaires. I don't mind you getting rich, but you know, don't screw over. Well, this people. is we were talking about this on the show a few weeks ago, and it is more more important now than ever that the Democrats need to focus their messaging on the the poor, the disenfranchised, the the deplorables. Mm-hmm. And effectively figure out how to let them in on this little secret that all of these things that Trump is doing do not benefit you. He is helping his cronies. He is every boss you have ever hated because he fucks you over and takes care of the other big guys and the people who kiss his ass. And, you know... I maybe I need to start getting back into country music and and writing some songs, you know, because this is this would be a great time for like a liberal Johnny Paycheck to to just come out and start writing writing songs for the common man, for the working man, talking about being held down by quote unquote the man. Well, you know, this is how actually in our country, if you ever do your your history and everything, this is how they were able to convince white people to to make sure that poor whites and poor blacks did not come together. This was how the planters, the people the large who had the largest plantations at that time, who were the rich, were speaking to those that were who were not educated enough. This is how they were able to con them into following them, and they're still working today. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can and and they 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 forged a wedge. Between Af- at that time, it was basically European whites and and uh, you know people from Scotland or, or people from uh, uh, Ireland or any of that come here to get them to divide. Do not come together because of, as they were working together, that the servant knew and the slave knew that we're on the same fucking page. Dude, you ain't getting nothing. I ain't getting nothing. And I'm not you know. And I'm supposed to be done serving. I've done my, my my contracts up, but yet I still have no more rights than you do. And so when they when you when they came together in rebellion, they couldn't have it. And that shit is still lasting today by not allowing 
uh, poor whites and poor blacks to come together to form the number one political party that would, would that you had to keep. That's the only way the elite were able to keep you know everybody different. And so he turned the white dude into the the the, the overseer mm-hmm. over the black man instead of. You know, and, working with him. And, and I'd like to call to an end to that. And as a representative of those descendants of those <laughs> white people, I would like to extend my hand into a fist bump. Boom. It just happened. Yeah. We ended it. That's beautiful. We're no longer uh, All right, now, overseer. Now, now do peace in the Middle East. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I, I've never, I mean, I'm just saying as far as the history. Yeah, no, you, they, they when, convinced when you, the, the, the uh, indentured servants right. that this guy's your enemy. Right. Yeah. And it's worked. Pay no attention to the man behind the cloak. Yep. Curtain. Yep. White robe, white whatever robe, yeah. you want to call do, do, it. Do you know, wait, do you, I was going to say, it's funny you bring that up. You know, I was sitting in the lounge one day and the guy says, you know, there's. They say that there's. Uh, you know, the Wizard of Oz had a message in it. <laughs> I said, I read this. They said, they said, you know that. That I always hear people talking about the man behind the curtain and shit. Ship, you know anything about that? No, no. I don't know a goddamn thing. Please don't ask me about that motherfucker. You know, I know there was a white man at my at my dinner table every fucking night. My mother would bring him up. And my dad would bring him up. I'm like, goddamn, can we not talk about that motherfucker tonight? Yeah, uh, good time. So yeah. uh, it, it is. It is about that time we got to get out of here. But I was I was thinking about this earlier this week, and I, I think about this a lot actually, maybe more than mm-hmm. one should. But do you remember uh, late sixties, seventies? The uh, the cartoon is part of the Pink Panther uh, show. The the, the, Hand, the Aardvark. Oh hell yeah! That was my favorite. I like and God rest uh, John do the, Biner. Do the rest voice. in peace. Well, that's that's the thing, you know, because it was. And I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you, you little. Ent- <laughs> hey man, you know, you just let me be. This Arvark's getting himself into trouble, and I don't know what's gonna happen with the Nevada caucus. Who's by, ultimately by the way, going John, to? John, who's ultimately going? I thought John Biner passed away. No, no, he's still. Alive. Oh, good. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God preserve John Biner then. Uh, see, I, this is why I'm not religious. When I implore <laughs> the Lord to do my bidding, I have no idea what I'm asking for. But uh, Biner did the voices for both. And oh, did Bernie he? Sanders always reminds me, Yo, he's, uh, $27, I'm going to get you, Ant. This is how it's going to be. And so my request Whoever winds up, even if it's it, if it's a contested convention at the Democratic convention this summer, I would love for Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg to do dramatic readings of scripts from the Anthony Ardvark cartoon. <laughs> it would I, it would I, make me happy. I, I swear, I almost mentioned the the anteater uh, uh, when you first did your Bernie to, <laughs> earlier today. So yeah, it's definitely changing. Oh, because I, I look, I watched. Well, like everyone always thought it was Jackie Mason doing the voice because it was basically John Biner doing a Jackie Mason impression. Right. Oh, I used to laugh my ass off at that damn... Man, that dang anteater doesn't know what he's doing. I don't care if it was... uh, I mean, that that is... Those those cartoons are just... That was an adult humor, you know? And uh, I saw... I was watching Pink Panther and I was watching him... um, 
when, when the guy was out there out in the woods with his dog and shit, and the Pink Panther was up in the tree asleep, and the dude was snoring so loud and everything, Pink Panther would come down and do something to him, and shout and he'd go and attack your know, man's best friend because <laughs> the dog was always trying to save him, and all of a sudden he was shooting, him, shooting at him and everything. Oh, it's amazing. That was, you know, one of the great things, like the the Pink Panther cartoons had like that sort of Felix the Cat surrealism right. to them, you know, where it's like it they set up like a very real world, but then the Pink Panther's doing shit like drawing doors on walls and then opening the, you know, it's right, like right. It's just yeah. Wait a minute, great, wait a minute. great did, cartoons. Did you did you do you remember Slowpoke Rodriguez? Speedy Gonzalez's uh, cousin. <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with Slowpoke. <laughs> These two cats said, well, we don't need to chase the speedy. We're going to go and get Slowpoke. <laughs> so they went chasing. He said, no, 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 no. Don't go out to Slowpoke. Slowpoke. He said, what? He's got it. Slowpoke go. got it going. <laughs> it's good stuff. And we will be back with more good stuff next week. Uh, ideally, if if the coronavirus doesn't settle in, but uh, no, we should have a uh, we should have a uh, fun show. Got some uh, great folks coming in on the panel. We are going to have results from the uh, Nevada Ruckus. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. For the meanwhile, though, I want to thank those who were here this week, Mr. Jim Coughlin. Thank you so much for being on the panel. Yeah, my should pleasure. you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days? Days, weeks, and months. Well, you could go to jimcoughlin.com and that, that'll encourage you to buy my album. Um, or you could, uh, uh, and that, that's pretty good. You can go to Mr. Jim Coughlin at, yeah, at, um, for, for Twitter. That's my Twitter handle. And uh, that's it. Good enough. Right on. Well, thank you for being here today in person. My pleasure. Mr. Jim Coughlin. And Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure. Should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, Time and Ship at Twitter, Time and Ship at Instagram, and Time and Ship at Facebook. You can also get my book, My East St. Louis, which is also on Amazon.com, and my comedy CD, which is Universal Brother, also on Amazon, Spotify, iTunes. And I will be appearing at the uh, Southgate um, Elks Lodge uh, March 7th, doing a 30-minute spot over there. Uh, And uh, that's about it for me. Right on. Well, thank you for being here. Looking forward to seeing you again next week. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the Twitter at Stand Up Fall Down. On Facebook, I am Dr. David Robinson. Hey, how about that? If you've made it this far, you probably already know, but the show is also on the socials. On Facebook, we are at Let's Be Treasonable, all spelled out. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener want to thank you for listening if you like the show please tell everyone you know give us uh fun reviews on the itunes and wherever else you listen to us that's how other people know how much fun it is to listen and hey then you have people to talk with about the show so do that for for fun for yeah. why not just yeah. you know shits and giggles right yeah. uh we will be back next week hopefully you will too until then goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.